Hey, welcome to episode 72 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Trefemach. Jeremy Jones. Manuela Beener. And today we're going to be talking about Dr. X. Not Triple X. Not Triple X Return of Xander Cage or Triple X Ice Cube. Well, uh, no, uh, you know, every time I say Dr. X, I think of uh, Brand X from Batman. He's been using Brand X. Brand X. I just Uh, think of Mr. X Pizza. Ooh. ooh. It's good pizza. 1932's Dr. X, which is a uh, pre-code. Hell yeah, it is. uh, Film starring Fay Ray from... King Kong. You might know that film. <laughs> you know. Anyway, wow. It was like that movie with like, it was like a big like, it was like a monkey, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like really <laughs> depressed. You guys are talking about He's murders sad. in the Rue Morgue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> we do this thing every two weeks sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? It's been, been about a month? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Maybe a little I'm longer. new here. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Wells new. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Here I am. Uh, now you have to listen to us talk. We've That's already apologized sorry. off here to her. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> I cleaned up the studio. It is the best it's ever looked. Spotless. Yeah. Like I can't wait to get it. That was not a high hill to like no. climb, but <laughs> there's a candle right now. I, I spent a Ooh. lot of time cleaning the studio. The ambiance is yeah. real. Yeah. I'm just gonna make it like a uh, the basically the '90s Andy's room. Oh. That sounds cool. So you have to move all the Blu-rays out of here. Yeah, wow. I had a Sebastian yeah. Bach poster in my room, so you oh, could shit. put that up here. I, I did think about like still have it. I wish. <sighs> I did think about getting posters and like instead of hanging them straight, like just a little skewed, because that's how Masking I used to tape? have my. No, like that—that that was like the fashion. I thought. Did you have like was, a crick in your neck as a child, so you no. couldn't straighten the posters? Maybe I was just really obsessed with the Dutch angle. You don't know. Was your floor <laughs> off kilter? No, I remember making like a poster collage. Anyway, oh God, Jesus. Uh, so yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh God, Jesus. Yeah. Before so, Pinterest, okay? <laughs> Fucking hip kids. Uh, yeah, please subscribe to us, and if whatever platform you listen to, uh, if you. And leave a review that would be wonderful because anybody left us. a review lately I, no i don't okay. check those i would things. thank them but i'm did. just i just like to tell people to do these things you know i mean it's a free podcast so it's the least you can do yeah follow us on twitter at dtb horror on instagram at destroy the brain also on facebook at <clears throat> facebook.com slash destroy the brain uh discord join our discord yeah group. And while I know you're not in our Discord, why is I'm that? Not, I don't know. That's, STL don't, wow. don't fire STL me wow. for this free participation wow. event. Wow. event activity. Oh, wow. You joined the horror club, but you're not on Destroy the Yeah. Brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, they probably talk more, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> really only for watch-alongs. Yeah, that's true. No offense to them. It's fun. I've done the last drive-in watch-ins with them. That's yeah. the only reason I did it. Yeah. It's because we were using Facebook and it got to be really excessive <sighs> and I, Honestly, I got overwhelmed. So I just like, threw my phone over. <laughs> Not to discourage people from visiting us on Facebook at facebook.com slash destroy the brain, but I hate Facebook. Yeah, Facebook's <laughs> dumb. So join our group on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it anymore. Uh, Just come only to come yeah. to Facebook for this. Yeah. And uh, everything else is stupid. Come to our Discord at discord.destroythebrain.com. We have some events coming up. We're, I know. We're finally getting Holy out of this shit. hole. I think. Uh, I think. Well, uh, you would have more uh, info. No comment. Uh, anyway, uh, so we got. Don't go hor- to Greene County, Missouri. Is all I'll say. Oh yeah, I hear that's a 
Well, wait, where is Greene County? Springfield. Oh, Branson. Well, I ain't going. Nope. <laughs> All right. Go, I'm supposed to go there in like two weeks, so that's. Are cool. you serious? Be, just be careful. <laughs> Don't touch anybody. Don't touch anything. Yeah. yeah no, I'm going to a comedy show in Springfield on the 17th. So. Very well, well I, is I the, will. No, no, no. Just like I'm not trying to be rude. Just no, like, I heard there's like smart. an outbreak there and first everything. and last time we Delta variant. From, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, no. be smart. That's all. Yeah. 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 Everybody be smart. Yeah. Anyways, events. Yeah. What yeah. Or trivia night. July 22nd. In person. <gasps> heavy yeah. Anchor. So uh, we're coming back to the Heavy Anchor. We will have an online version as well. Uh, you can do both. Hopefully hybrid. by the time you hear this, the tickets are up. Yeah, they're supposed to be up. Uh, up? <laughs> I don't know. A week and a half ago. I'm by the time this to, comes out, I'm gonna try to iron that out today, which is Sunday <clears throat> when we're recording. So my you hope, got it. Yeah, my hope is that Friday. I'm trying to get a better ticketing system. That's all. If you don't get it, you have to do it on Fourth of July. Honestly, I was thinking about just like pay me on Venmo. <laughs> that works too. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, hopefully the pay tickets. Pay me on Venmo. Just. Give me just, some money. Just pay me. Uh, <laughs> Manu STL. Staring it out there. So yeah, hopefully uh, the tickets will be available. Uh, we'll have online and virtual tickets. They'll be the same price. They're five bucks. <clears throat> Probably a little extra in change for the cover fees and shit for online stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Hell yeah, it's gonna be gonna be it's gonna be kind of weird. I think, but oh, no maybe shit. not that weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, I mean, it won't be weird. Heavy Anchor's policy is pretty good. Yeah. Right now, like if you've been vaccinated, you're fine. Yeah. We're just going to keep wearing masks. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm -hmm. We'll then do that. But I mean, I think a majority of the audience has been vaccinated. Uh, You hope. I hope so, too. Yeah. But if not, get vaccinated. It's easy. That would be free. They just take a needle and they like poke you and that's it. Here's a prize, a vaccine. (laughs) Maybe you get a point if you're vaccinated. Ooh, bring your vaccination cards for five points. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. you. If you don't bring it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's uh, July 22nd. It's a Thursday. Um, Yes. The reason why we're doing Thursday is because we're doing it in person. Um, And then in October, we'll be back on Friday, Mm -hmm. like a Friday night. I don't yeah. know what date yet, though. No, we'll but that's it October. Don't worry about it. Just keep don't listening to us. It. You'll hear about it. And then, uh, yeah, the big thing: late night grindhouse. Yay! Yeah! Wow! Wee! I actually finally got a ticket last night. Oh yeah! Just uh, the one Marcus one app was well. I yeah, I got one for Friday night. Marcus app was not working a couple days ago. Mm. Went on last night. It's working good. Okay. I did not know about this. I still gotta get my ticket. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> well, I know those boys bought their tickets, so yeah, I know they didn't even ask me for for to get a seat next to wow. them. So I've disowned wow. them all. I don't blame you. You're all disowned. You know who you are. <laughs> well, you yeah, a bunch of people are. got tickets. I was like, I don't know where to sit, so I'm sitting by Josh and Yana. Well, I think I'm Christina. gonna. I think I'm gonna buy tickets. Well, not buy tickets, but I'm gonna get tickets for Saturday because that's usually how I do it. Yeah. I'm so wound up on Friday. It's like, I'm going to relax and watch the movies on Saturday. I get it. And so. I might hang out like Saturday night. I don't know if I'll watch both, like yeah, both no. movies, both nights. I mean, that's <laughs> what, three hours? 
more than three hours. I mean, probably. Yeah, and I and well, what are the movies? We're oh, doing yeah. a double feature. Hey, hey we're doing uh, Child's Play two and Phantasm <laughs> two, the best twos you can ever have. Best Hell twos. yeah. Well, maybe Godfather two. Mm. It's not a horror movie. <laughs> no, I love Child's Play two. Yeah. Uh, a decent bit, and uh, Phantasm two is my jam. I would have never known. Yeah, I don't wear that shirt every other week, right? I'm kind of sad I'm not wearing it now. Oh, well. So that joke plays better. But anyway, um, yeah, tickets are how much? $13? $13.50, I think. Yeah, th- it's like $13 plus tax, so it's a, I think it's like $14.26 or something. Yeah, I don't know. it's it is super shit. cheap for a fucking double feature. But yeah, you get two movies. It starts at yeah. 10 p.m. It's at Marcus de Pere, if you're not familiar with where we are. Um, also, just, yeah, and there was some confusion. Some people are like, oh, are you still at the pair? I'm like, yeah. You know, we just hit Dude, the pause it's button. it's been a year plus. I know, but like, it's like, they didn't kick us. It's not like the other two venues. <laughs> they didn't kick us out. Well, what of those venues no longer exist? Yeah. So, you know. Joke's can, on them. s <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> But yeah. Well, that dumbass sold the only theater that made any money for him. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, not bitter at all. <laughs> I didn't work there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We just know a lot of people that did. <laughs> yeah, a and lot. Really got yeah. fucked over with that day. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, latenightgrainhouse.com. You can find all that information or destroythebrain.com or any of those social places that I told you about. Um, and again, that's Friday, August 13th. Somebody also complained that we weren't showing a Friday the 13th movie. Oh, wow. So like, dude, I shown all the good ones. I don't know what to yeah, tell you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you did the Jarvis trilogy. You did part two, which I that's it. missed, unfortunately. That's all we need to see. That's all that's yeah, needed. like... Calm down. Somebody really wants to see Jason Takes Manhattan, which oh. I would not be opposed to seeing. <laughs> it is I'll hilarious. The, I'll show the last <laughs> 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Takes Vancouver. I love it. Maybe that's why I should put in the pre-show is the last 20 minutes of Jason <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Paramount finds out, wow, no, it was just 20 minutes. Just put a like a different music track over it. So you're like, it's not the movie. Just the end song over the <laughs> over yeah. and over on a loop. <laughs> Have you watched the um the documentary on on Shutter that's every Friday the Thirteenth movie Crystal Lake Memories yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool yeah I, it's like I thought seven you were hours gonna, long I thought you were gonna <laughs> yes. ask about In the Search of Darkness I haven't watched any of them oh they good really I was not okay. into it I okay. liked it that's I've heard good. mixed things <laughs> that's good it's like nice even at this you. table it's good. nice that people Bad. like it was just yeah. the, the I hear it's a little redundant of is like oh hey remember this movie yeah remember this movie and Oh yeah, those kind of documentaries. I agree. There could have been some more like actual discussion, uh-huh. yeah. but I do like that they highlighted movies that some people might not know about. Yeah, or like they talked about like interesting like facts. Like I think they were talking about like Blood Diner. Oh, okay. okay, and yeah. and the director lady was there, and like she was talking mm-hmm. about how it was like a pretty much all like female crew even. And, and, you know, she's a female Asian yeah, director yeah. and from back Kong. then that was so mm-hmm. prolific. And like, I thought that was cool. I didn't, I didn't really realize that. I didn't know there was so. all female the crew she did. Night Patrol or Night Shift? It was Night forget. Patrol. I think it's Night Patrol. Is that the unknown comic movie? I think so. She did a oh, bunch of one weird ones. Doozy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. So. Um, and, you know, I, can't, I don't expect every documentary to be the American Nightmare uh, which definitely like spoiled me as a nerdy teenager oh, when I caught it on IFC and like 
put a tape in the VCR really quick. Like, Prisla's like, record. I gotta record this. Fuck. Um, this is amazing. And I don't expect it. It was just the opening 20 to 30 minutes. I was like, ah, I just want to, I, will, Look, I will talk to my friends. In the search of dark, I, I just don't understand why these documentaries are so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friday or, the, th- the... Or if you're going to do long ones, like, make it episodic or something. Yes. Yeah, they could have made each... Yeah, they could have made it a miniseries of, like, yeah. an, an hour an episode. Mm-hmm. Especially Instead because, of a seven-hour documentary. Look, I know they did the Kickstarter <laughs> campaign, and they had Blu-rays, yeah. but they eventually ended up on Shudder, and I think that was their main goal anyway. Yep. So it's like, why didn't Shudder step in and be like, hey, if you guys could re-edit it as, like, a web series... Yes. Or like yeah, absolutely. 45 minute to an hour segments. And I, I think it's that too is the length of it. I was like, I don't know if I. I like how we're already talking about this documentary that none of us have seen recently. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I've watched Never Sleep Again and Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah. I watched, I think I reviewed uh, Crystal Lake Memories for the website when it I came out. I think you did. Because I watched, watched the whole fucking thing. Listen to parts of the commentary, <laughs> but I did was like, I'm not watching it twice back to back. And it's too much. It's a, it's too much ton of information. I mean, it's great. I do. Like the content. That's great. what's nice though, with doing the Friday, the 13th movies and Elm Street is that they can break it up by the movie. Yeah. yeah. That was why I liked yeah. it because like I'm on Elm Street's one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. So I liked that they analyzed each movie and how it was made and showed you all these interesting yeah. behind the scenes things. Yeah, but and that yeah, both, you know, they talk about the Friday the 13th series and spend a good amount of time. They don't dismiss it. They're like, no. right. It's not like just 15 minutes of yeah. the series. No. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, on this topic, why don't we talk about what we've been watching? Hey. All right. <laughs> Jeremy, what have you been watching? Um, I think it was last weekend. I revisited the invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2000 Karen Gusama. Yeah. 2014. Sorry, Karin. I didn't really pronounce Apologies. that very well. Apologies for that. Apologies. Um, it was my third time seeing it. My girlfriend had it in her queue, which was a little unusual, but she Not it's on Netflix till July 7th. Okay, why was it unusual, though? Because she's not the biggest genre person. Like so she's, did she have a reason why it was in her queue or was it, it just sound, recommended? She said it sounded interesting. And okay. I was like, yeah, I was like, let's go. I feel like and then I, I saw it was, uh, cause I think maybe I, she's, she knew I had seen it. Uh-huh. Um, I saw it actually back in slip when it played Sliff. Right. And then I saw it when Karen was in person and Andy did a Q and a at, Chase. Chase. I can't Park remember Plaza. if I've seen this movie or not. It's it looks so familiar. So why don't you explain? It, it is. Um, I see. I see John Carroll Lynch is in it, which I yes. like him because he's so creepy dude. in everything yeah. he does. Yeah. He is. Um, so it is a man who is going to a dinner party that he was invited to by his ex-wife or estranged. I'm no, they're divorced. They're like, divorced. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he goes with his current girlfriend, and it is a reunion of that friends group and. There was an accident that had happened that split the couple apart. And I kind of want to be vague just because. Yeah, don't ruin it. Sure. There, It didn't get a ton of press, but basically, you know, this dinner party unfolds. They find that how the wife coped is she joined a quote unquote family. And 
Um, they kind of introduce him to the idea and the night just unfolds from there. John Carroll Lynch shows up as a member of that family and it is and if you if, if you recognize them you know something's gonna happen yeah, <laughs> yeah always um, so like oh shit so when down. i saw this at sliff well, it is an incredibly effective film it is very tense and it is very uncomfortable and it was like the first time i saw it i was just like my stomach was just in knots the whole time well, and there was no because this was when it was playing the film festival circuit there was yeah. no trailer there was no poster andy told me he's like just go see it don't look anything up. Here's who directed it. Just see it. I was like, okay. And I trusted him enough. And I kind of like that for certain films for myself that. Yeah. It's good to just kind of blind. Yeah. And it fucking is a sucker punch. Um, when I saw it the second time, the scene where um, John Carroll Lynch's character knocks on the door and is like, we're waiting for you. Yeah. My stomach just dropped because I knew what was about to happen in the film. Um, and it's still just so uncomfortable and so tense. And I was thinking about Karen's um, Q&A and what she thought the themes of the film were and <laughs> how uh, timely that is where mm-hmm. people are too polite. Yeah. Where they are like they are not calling out bad behavior, problematic and things that are just wrong. And the husband is kind of being like, no, something's off here all night. And everyone's like, no, you're just being weird because your wife's with is in your old house with this new, you know, partner. It's, and it's being overly polite, overly polite, plus being non-confrontational, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. It is about not confronting um, people Yeah, uh, about keeping up appearances. And it's also hitting home because I'm having some of that in my personal life right now mm. where somebody wants to keep up appearances. I was like, no, it's not. And then not to mention just the whole hellscape of yes. <laughs> yeah, sociopolitical yeah. right now. Um, well, what's funny is not to spoil anything, but what Jess said, like the final shot, you, she didn't, she couldn't really make out what was yeah. happening. So pay it. Like if you've never seen this and you're going to watch this, you might need a big screen to really kind of see what's happening. But so it's or just get real it's close also, to the TV. So we're on, you know, we, we've got an old older TV. Yeah. Um not a not a tube TV. Though. No, but <laughs> it's not huge. And also you have to take in the net like the it's not high a high quality image, also because mm. it is streaming on Netflix. Like sure it is quote HD, but it's not like true. It's not as clear as Blu-ray. It is, you know, the two times I saw it in theaters, it was very clear. Right. That's what I'm kind of, that's why I was kind of worried. When she said that, I'm like, you know, yeah, I wonder if that gets kind of lost. There's a lot more lighting in that final shot than I remember because Mm -hmm. I just remember being like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, So that's also just maybe a Mandela thing I had too, where... (laughs) Um, it's leaving Netflix July 7th. Highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, what? You got a couple days. days. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you got a three day weekend. You have to watch it right now. You should watch it 
sooner Soon. than later because <laughs> also my neighborhood trying to watch a movie like that around the 4th of July is a no-go. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like Baghdad for four hours outside. <laughs> four, only four? Four, five, seven. I don't know. Where you live. Yeah, for like yeah. three days. <laughs> That's true. What you got? Me. Me? Yeah. Me. Um... So, yeah, I did watch uh, that Gretel and Hansel movie yeah. uh, that <laughs> came out last year. Yeah. Um, no, like, I really love, like, any, like, like weird fantasy mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, from the trailer, I was like, oh, this this looks like it's going to be more of, like, a horror angle um, kind of. Um, I'm trying to think of what other movie Oz Perkins did. So he did The Black Coat's Daughter? That's yeah. right. And I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Yeah. I still have not seen that. Because I know he's Anthony Perkins' son. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was immediately like, oh, that's interesting in itself. Um, Cinematography-wise, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought the soundtrack was amazing. Because um, I'm a sucker for use of color and things like that. Same. Same. Um, oh, yeah. But the plot kind of, like, confused me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I just, I felt like, I felt like they were so focused on like the art of it that the, the yeah. buildup happened for a long time. Like with these, you know, yeah. I'll go into the story a little, but you know, obviously you have Hansel and Gretel and they're living with their mother who's cuckoo mm-hmm. and kicks them out. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a darker tale. Well, it's more true to like Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah. 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 Um, which I grew up on like kind of a version of this, but like I grew up. Wait, you grew up in those times? No, (laughs) (laughs) like hearing those stories, like I grew up in Germany, like my parents were German. So Mm -hmm. like, um, stories I heard were like a little bit different, but just like when they, when they meet like Holda, the, the old lady that lives in the woods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It, I don't know. I just feel like something fell flat in terms of. They build it up and they're making it obvious that she's like not right yeah. and something's off. And um, but then the ending was kind of it was one of those movies where where the ending happens in three minutes and then mm. that's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I like movies like that. I mean, I'll be honest. It's trying to think of like the end of it. It's like, okay, well, that happens. And then it's like, but then what happens? It it does end pretty suddenly. But with that said, I think that was probably one of my favorites of that year when it came out. Visually, yes. Yeah. Like it just, I mean, like you said, I am a sucker for when you can visually like entrance me and then Mm -hmm. have an awesome soundtrack that backs that. Mm -hmm. That's going to win me over. Like your, your story could be dog shit and I'll, I'll. I've been known to like love a lot of more style over substance, but like look at his shirt. Yeah, fuck you. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, that's how I felt about this whole movie. Basically, like you, you know the basic story of Hansel and Gretel, so you know that going Mm -hmm. in. But I think there's there's some new stuff in there. Like you know, I kind of like this whole world is totally against them including their mother yeah literally like there's a scene where she almost stabs the daughter the daughter um they're on their own and they're wandering through the woods so it kind of makes more sense that you know i mean the normal fairy tale is they're wandering through the woods and they find a witch right so it's like yeah of course they're they're finding 
a witch because they live basically in the woods, in the right? Woods, now, yeah. right? Yeah. And I love Alice Krieg's witch character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think she doesn't have phenomenal job at it. She's good at being a creepy old lady. I will say <laughs> she's done it several yeah. times. Story yeah. structure wise, there isn't too much there, but it's it's more about evoking a mood, I think. And I kind of like I mean, I kind of got not a feminism angle out of it, but more of a little bit of female empowerment by the end of it. Maybe yeah. I'm reading a little too deep into it, but I really dug it. I mean, I just I've watched that probably about five times. I've only actually I've only seen it once, but I had a private screening. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Fancy. Back when I when nobody else bought tickets, when nobody else. Yeah, it was like a Monday. So you saw it in the theater by yourself. Yeah, Yeah. I went to a Monday matinee. Saw it in the theater by yourself. Private screening. Private screening. And it was on one of the huge screens at Ronnie's. And, and I think that's a movie. Nobody in there. And I was like, oh. much like me. I was like, oh, I should have brought something with or me. Or Beyond the Black own. Rainbow, where if you listen to that uh, real fucking loud on the biggest screen, yeah. Yeah. it, it helps dope. tremendously. <laughs> Whereas like watching it like on a 32 inch TV with your TV speakers, yeah. it's not going to be the yeah. same sure. type of movie. But um, my probably my my favorite thing about it was the the music because they kind of blended like classical composition with like the dark wave yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, so, like techno-y The stuff. soundtrack's by Rob. He's the guy that did the uh, Maniac remake. Oh, soundtrack. okay. That mm-hmm. makes sense. But He's a French Yes. I, I guess I, I guess so. you'll say a French composer, but uh, yeah. Is he not a French or is he not a composer? Or do you confuse that? I would say that counts as a composition. You're still composing yeah, for yeah. A, sc- a film. Yeah, it's not like it's. Well, noise. I was trying to think if he was in a band or something oh, or like some maybe. sort of music group, but I, it's not coming to mind. I know he did, like, he released his own music. I remember A Pop had a record and I almost bought it. Yeah. Just yeah. because I was really curious about it. But anyway, I mean, I really like his score for Maniac, and I really, that's probably one of my favorite soundtracks yeah. of that year, too. I and I feel like that the pacing of the movie reminded me of like hereditary in that way. I know RES are different. Persons, I mean, it's a little, it's a little slower. It, it reminded me of that style, which I guess is a newer style coming out in horror. Yeah. Since people are, people are doing it. And I have a love hate with it, I guess. I don't know. Just like, uh, like mode evoking or mode evoking, mood evoking singing yeah. stuff. Like, like I love let when me a, build an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love, I love that. And I like when a movie makes you uncomfortable the whole time. Like okay. I mm-hmm. like that, but, um, I feel like if the ending's only going to be a few minutes. It has to be insane. Like when yeah. I saw hereditary, I was like, what, yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. hell is this? Like yeah. it was so Same. worth it. I got you. And so I just felt like the ending was a little like. Meh. Okay. But it was so it. pretty, like, I didn't really care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the imagery in there is just kind of burned in my brain, so yeah. I, I think it just, it really won me over. And I love, like, I'm a sucker for special effects and special effects makeup and stuff, yeah. so. Yeah, I and like, there's some really yeah, good stuff in there. Yeah, I like that. There. Like the whole dungeon scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Holy shit. Anyway. Cool. Okay, so that's Gretel and Hansel. Um, Not Hansel and Gretel. Not Hansel and Gretel. It's modern. (laughs) (laughs) It's like there's so many Hansel and Gretel movies. Let's just switch the names around. Um, I get it. I watched Fade the Black. Uh, This isn't Mm. a first time watch, uh, but first time watch on the Blu-ray of my Mm -hmm. Vinegar Syndrome movies. 
Oh, it's on Blu-ray now? Yeah, yeah. Um, They put it out last November? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like last Black Black Mm -hmm. Friday, right? Um, So I've seen this movie before. I think I watched it through the Anchor Bay release. What was it teamed up with? I have it doesn't matter. Um, so that's in that. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Fade the Black is uh this movie that stars Dennis Christopher, who is Eddie Spaghetti from the original It miniseries. <laughs> and he's just movie obsessed. Um he's watching like super eight mm-hmm. films in his in his or is he watching sixteen? I, I mean, it could be 16, but... It kind of seemed like he had prints. Yeah, okay. It was 16. Nerd yeah. glasses on. Oh, <laughs> well. oh, the way he was threading the film reels. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what format it was, but he had a projector. Were they putting... And I know this is a... It doesn't matter. It okay. doesn't matter. No. Yeah. I have to know. Guys, let's spend uh, five minutes trying to figure out what format this is. But uh, so he starts as this kid, Eric Benford, who has watched tons of movies, right? And he's basically, for all intents, he would have a podcast now <laughs> talking about a lot of He would of these have movies. a YouTube show. Yeah, probably a YouTube show. Where right. he would look dead on the camera the whole time <laughs> and like not blink and tell you just stupid fucking stupid facts. facts. So basically he's like most from his mom's basement YouTube shows. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But he lives in his aunt's house because his mom is oh, aunt, gone. That's right. Yes. Um, Mommy didn't love him. Yeah, pretty much. I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this was, I actually watched this with Niles who unfortunately is not on the show, but um, cause I, I think he liked it, but I, I don't know. I, we'll find out. So I've seen it. I have too. Um, I saw it. Remember when like that popped up on Prime? Yeah. And like Friday Night Two at the same time, and everyone's yeah. like, "Watch them before they get yanked," and they <laughs> did. Yeah. Um, and I'd been wanting to see it. I, I appreciate the film, but. That it, kid is annoying as fuck. He is, I don't oh, yeah. feel bad for him. He's, he's a, annoying. He's a fucking incel. Yes. Yeah. And it's 100%. like. 100%. He's a 1980 incel version yeah. of. Like nobody feels um, bad for you, dude. Uh, I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> That's all I remember is him yeah. yelling. <laughs> yes. And I was like, now I have. I'm unfortunately a nerdy white man. Yeah. I who mean. has same, been that person. But I have made. I think a lot of progress from not being that person. <laughs> I'm, I'm like that kind of nerd, but with friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there. I can't even make a French joke. But, he, <laughs> so but yeah, it's like, what's interesting about this movie is it's um, produced by Erwin Liablins, who mm-hmm. you know as like the guy who helped produce Tourist Trap and Halloween. And um, he works in, I guess, You'll say a film vault. Yeah. Uh, and he's in charge of like distribution kind of. Uh, he like delivers yeah. prints to theaters and stuff. Kind of sounds like a dream job. Yeah. I, <laughs> no people. But once you see this film vault, it ain't great. There's like water on the floor, tons of film cans everywhere. But it's just kind of interesting to see that environment. A young Mickey Rourke makes yeah. an appearance. Uh, bet he, you didn't know that. Bet you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> the, he gets obsessed with this girl who looks very similar to Marilyn Monroe and he kind of fantasize her fantasize, ugh, fantasizes her about like basically being Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Um, it's interesting in certain aspects where 
it's it's definitely more performance driven. It's not a very well directed film. No. However, the problem is, like Jeremy said and Manuela said, it's just mm, his performance. Like he gets very grating after a while. And you can say like that's a good performance. Yeah. And I will agree, but it's like. Dude, you, but do guy. I really want to watch this? <laughs> you achieved this your goal of being an annoying dork. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and that also has like an ending that kind of goes pretty abrupt as well. Yeah. They just end up at the Chinese theater and that's, that's yeah, pretty much it, yeah. right? But, um, you know, the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray, it looks great. Oh, I'll, I'm sure. I'll say that. Um, it's probably the best you'll see this film, but... Um, I don't know. I was kind of lukewarm about it because I remember really liking it when I was younger. Yeah. And maybe it was one of those things like I was, you know, I grew up in a small town and all I had were movies. So it was like, oh, yeah, I think I identified with him a little bit, even though like he was really annoying. But but you're also you are younger at that age and it's easier to, I think, identify with protagonists, whether they be, you know, right or wrong on things right. unless it is like bad lieutenant <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean Fade to Black is I, I think it's worth a watch you can uh, it's, I believe it's on, it's on Shutter, Shutter yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can check it out if you if you dare um, I would say it's worth your time it's I think worth it's worth time. at least one watch for sure and it is very interesting like being a film, you know, film nerd is seeing like, what was it like being a film nerd when everything was literally physical? When yeah. This yeah. kid has prints in his room and a projector. Like, and I think the biggest takeaway I took out of it is like, I remember, you know, granted I was more of a nineties teenager. Right. But there wasn't a lot of communication amongst other people with similar interests no. back then. No. It was like, I would read Fangoria in my room and like, you could maybe have a pen pal. I remember having a pen yeah. pal through like tales from the crypt when I read that as a comic. But outside of that, like there, this was before message boards and yeah. like AOL chat rooms. What? Nobody's going to create an AOL chat room for your horror <laughs> shit. Okay? I used to rent stuff from the, like the library's VHS yeah. section, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was, it, it just kind of, I think it hit me when I was watching it. I'm like, I wonder how this kid would have turned out like now. Now. Like so the many same, but people. maybe worse. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't probably think... shoot up a mall. <laughs> yeah. There well, we go. That's... Something like that. You know? I and I don't think it's as they're like, oh well, he didn't have friends or a way to communicate because I it, it's more than that. Like it's <clears throat> why are people? I mean, I mean you... he loses his grip on We're reality. Going that's... down a lot of yeah. rabbit holes the, today. The, that's the main Quitting. thing, right? Yeah. Is that he loses his grip on reality or doesn't have a good sense of reality. I think nobody now has. Well, a it's like with playing that. on that because when you watch a movie, you want to escape reality. You want to so escape reality. Yeah. Wants right. to escape reality permanently. Right. Which... Right. And I mean, we get glimpses of. Oh, there is that weird scene with the aunt where, like, she says, you got to wash my back or something. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is this? So no a lot wonder of backwashing the, recently. No wonder the guy wants to escape yeah. reality. A lot of backwashing It wouldn't be recently. an 80s horror without yeah. some weird incestual notions oh, every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Fade to Black, like and I VC said. V.C. Andrews was a very popular oh, author. Jesus. I mean, Burial Ground's still the best one. Uh, from here on out, anytime Mama. you hear Jeremy talk or name drop VC Andrews, take a drink. <laughs> Why? Because I mentioned you that You did that one the movie? last time, yeah. Because 
but that made sense. No, no, it, you okay, did. Okay. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because I didn't know about uh, the dude taking Yeah, that over. blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Fade the Black. Check it out if you dare. Yeah. Um, I have not quen- coincidentally been revisiting the Child's Play sequels. Oh. Uh, they are on Netflix as well. They're and, not leaving anytime soon. Uh, end of July. Jeez. August 13th and 14th. <laughs> come to the double feature. Yeah. Um, but so I've, you know, two, I grew up with like two and three because they were on USA all the fucking time. Love them. Um, I watched Bright of Chucky this past Friday. Oh, okay. And I have not I love seen that, that since uh, <laughs> home video. Like it, since it came out and I was so how's a teenager. Up? I fucking love it. Okay. It is Jennifer Tilly's great. Jennifer Tilly is amazing as Tiffany. And I've always wondered what happened to Meg Tilly, and I found out she became an author because um, she was in Psycho too. And I'm yeah. like, oh, she's gonna have a horror cl- career, and then it ended up being Jennifer Tilly because she was, yeah, in the Chucky movies. But yeah, um, so and this was all you know stuff I didn't learn until later how like Don Mancini has been there the whole step the whole franchise has written every sequel. Um, three, which I had not, I I had seen two even, you know, more recently. Like that was one of the last dead zones we did at Moolah. Yeah. Is Bride um, of Chucky technically the fourth four. one? Yeah. yeah. Third one is military school. That was apparently universal saying, we want you to write a sequel right now. I think I've seen was it that around like the writer strike not though? good. Um, cause that came out in like 90, it came out like a year later. It was like 91. Okay. 92. Like they shit that out real quick. <laughs> um, I always like to bring it up because it was filmed in Missouri, the military academy, like in central Missouri. Yeah. Somebody was asking me yeah. where it was. And I'm like, I don't know. Jeremy, um, I don't know off the top of my head because I'm not here to talk about three, even though I forgot Andrew Robinson is the yeah. sergeant that yeah. is the barber. And he is so good. He is the only. Oh, I will bring up this, though, because. Uh-oh. When the colonel has the heart attack in part three, mm-hmm. and they say Colonel Cochran would like us to remember, and I went, "Hmm, hmm. sounds a lot like Colonel Cochran, if you ask me." <laughs> Anyways, that was just <laughs> wow. coincidence. Wow. Don Mancini, if you're listening, please let us know. Uh, I don't think he's, he's too busy he's working listening. on the oh, on the, on the series. Yeah. yeah, aren't they redoing um, it with Jennifer Tilly, like the new one? It's they're a doing? Continu- it's a continuation of like of- cult. Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen that one. Oh, you check it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Curse is good. Did you curse? Curse? Is that with the baby? No, it's like a gothic. So seed the last is, one I've seen is Seed of Chucky. Okay, so you saw Seed and then there was Curse. Curse, which was like the reboot. Um, But it was like direct to video because they knew like these weren't as yeah. profitable. Oh, is that the one that recently came out? There's been Curse two. and Cult. Yeah. 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 I wasn't sure if I wanted to watch that because it's like. Just redoing the first one. With Honestly, doll they're pretty. And they're stuff. pretty good. But, I'm picky. But what, is it a different doll? I don't know. We're not I talking about. Seen it. We're not talking about like the remake. The remake's its own thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay. I like that's the its own too, thing, though. and that's worth your. That's worth. I think it's worth it too. It's different. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bride. Yeah, Fine. I have not seen in a long time. Uh, 1998, Ronnie Yu's like second or third American film. Yeah. Um, looks great. It's really fucking funny. Um, I, I think it, it kind of struggles. It like John, I totally forgot John Ritter's in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, John Ritter. 
Um, Holy shit, I kind of forgot that too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but the whole sequence where she grabs, um, you know, she pays a. So Tiffany is Chuggy's girlfriend. Right. Who pays a cop to get his remains out of lockup, which of course so apparently she can they the have also arrested uh, Freddie, Michael Myers, and Clark Griswold. <laughs> What? It's a, well, there's what? a hockey mask, but then there's a chainsaw next to it. So it was like, oh, they got Clark from. I don't remember this. Yeah, that's the beginning of the film. Oh my god, lots. Yeah, uh, but like the whole se- seance where she's trying to like using voodoo for dummies is yeah. great, and then like the <laughs> there's scene a lot of she, joke setups. Oh yeah, and the scene where she realizes he's actually alive, and there's someone else in the um, trailer. <laughs> It's Alexis Arcat's character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, is the fake goth, whatever, <laughs> like poser goth, poser goth. Yeah. Well, when I saw this, I was a twelve-year-old goth, so yeah, like, it's I like mean, it, was... it really spoke to me in that sense. <laughs> you know, while I was watching this and, and the craft and pretending I was a witch for like three years. I was, I was I think fourteen <laughs> when I saw it and um enjoyed it, but it was also fourteen and thought I knew better about everything. I was like, oh, this one's not that. I just, I mainly remember the soundtrack. Oh, well, yeah. It opens with like Living Dead Girl. Oh, shit. Okay. I remember liking the soundtrack. It's like, oh, Static X is on here. I think it kind of struggles between (laughs) the set pieces. Like the main characters are these kids like who go on the run, end up getting married. It's the Bonnie and Clyde story. (laughs) I think what I'm going to do when I I show part two, I think Nikki and I are going to watch part three. And then we're just going to go down the line. Do it. Should. I think it'd be fun. Uh, because gonna... we don't have a date on that series yet, right? The Chucky series? No. The new one that's coming out? Okay. Um, maybe. Because I know they've done promos for it. Okay. So, but well, I maybe know. it'll be I in I think October. it's in the fall. I think it's yeah, around cool. October. Cool. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of something I wanted to do too, is I did like Curse and Cult. And mm-hmm. um, I think they only have two through Seed of Chucky. Okay. And I forgot about the fucking ending of Bride, which is like extra meets uh, dolls. (laughs) Apparently, I forgot a lot about this movie. Uh, I just remember the trailer scene, and I remember... Actually, that might be the, really the only thing. Oh, I you remember. know what it is? I got it confused. It's it's going to be a TV show on sci-fi, not a movie. R- yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. I was thinking it was another movie. Yeah, because they did so they like did two Curse movies. and Cult are direct-to-video, and yeah. they were successful enough to say, okay, this franchise is still alive, but we're probably not going to do anything theatrical. It's not yeah. garnering that type yeah. of business, but. Maybe we can get into TV because everybody yeah. wants to do TV. Tom and yep. TV's doing it. Which yeah, is cool. so I'm super stoked. And Brad Dorf's doing it. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. And he wasn't. I so Fiona is the his daughter. Fiona is the protagonist of Curse. Curse. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's and a, then just if you do watch Cult, stick around the mid. They do like Marvel yes, credit so sequences. <laughs> Curse and Cult stick around for like the end. The or maybe there's not one in there. There's one at the end. There's like a stainer. And yeah. then there's a mid credit sequence. That mid credit sequence. And crazy. maybe even an end. I forget. But yeah, just just watch the whole thing. <laughs> just watch all the credits. Yeah. So highly enjoyed Bride of Chucky. What do you else? Um, I recently rewatched Evil Speak. Oh fuck yeah! Because I love Clint Howard and um, who does? He's a madman and uh, yeah. So uh, if you haven't seen it, Stanley Cooper Smith 
I love that name. Uh, <laughs> he's like an awkward nerd at this military academy and everybody makes fun of him. And he finds like a black mass book uh, and starts trying to summon the devil. But he also does it like through a computer. Right. So the computer's it, like helping him translate it. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's good at Latin since he's a nerd and, and he uses the computer. Because <laughs> all nerds are. Yeah. You yep. know, in, in 81, you know. You don't know your Latin, bro. You know your Latin. Uh and he starts translating everything and um, the computer almost brings it to life. And you'll see mm-hmm. like these little images of like pentagrams appear yeah. on this Apple II. <laughs> and it just says like blood sacrifice waiting. Like it's yep. like a loading screen. <laughs> uh, high tech. Um, insufficient human blood required. Yeah. Um, and then, you know. Weird stuff starts happening. I feel like, like that's a round title, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, um, you know, every time he tries to summon the devil, like, weird stuff starts happening. So, uh, wait, is it the devil or is it Esteban? He doesn't realize it's Esteban. Okay. They say, yeah. Oh, no, because they say Satan in some aspects. Yeah. Like, okay. he says he's trying to, like, raise Satan, but then Esteban is what the mm-hmm. name is. Yeah. Gotcha. I guess of this particular demon. Yeah. Because that's the diary. He finds the diary. That's right. Of Esteban. Right. That's what the Black Mass book is. Um, I'm reading notes because I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, and then he starts like hiding out in the cellar of the church at the academy. And that's where he starts doing his little evil rituals. And. The part I like the least is with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to watch. If you love puppies, don't look Mm -hmm. at it. He gets this cute little dog from the cafeteria chef that he's friends with for some reason. As you do. As you do when you're a nerd, you're only friends with the cafeteria guy. (laughs) And then, you know, the bullies do mean stuff to the doggy, but they get there. So it's okay. Um, It all evens out. But I did like, I thought there was a fun fact of where they were filming the church scene, like especially at the end, because it was like a decommissioned church, but mm-hmm. they, they fixed it up to make it look new again. And the, a pastor that used to be a pastor there or a preacher, mm-hmm. whatever he is, uh, showed up and thought, I don't know. I'm <laughs> whatever he is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not religious either. No. So. I don't know. Um, believed that they like restored it and he was all excited. And then three days later they burnt it down for the movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so jokes, <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Where's your God great. now? So in the end, Satan did win. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that through the Joe Bob? When he showed it, or did you watch it? Separately? I just watched it because I saw it on Shutter, and because okay. I missed that night of mm-hmm. Joe Bob, and then I realized it was a Joe Bob thing, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, sweet!" Yeah, it's funny because uh, I talked about this last night. So sorry, Jeremy, but I'm reading um, Satanic Panic, which is like this book of essays um, compiled by Paul Karup and Kirla Janice, and. I'm on this section right now where they're talking about evil speak, but it's more about like the eighties telecommunications and how it ties into like satanic panic and like horror movies. And it's kind of interesting because they talk about that in nine, seven, six evil. Oh yeah. And like how it kind of uses the fear of that's also Brad Dorif, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, nine, seven, six. Isn't doesn't he show up briefly? I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. I don't know. I just I, know it's directed by Robert Englund and it yeah. has um Evil Ed from 
frightening. Yeah. That's all I remember, really. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm fired. It's okay. <laughs> I'll cut it out if okay. you're wrong. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's it's kind of interesting reading that book because... Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of parents were freaking out about like computers and um, you know party lines and like nine hundred numbers, oh, which yeah. you know I remember yeah, as a kid. Lines. Like <laughs> if you stayed up past eleven o'clock, you oh, would get all yeah. those nine hundred numbers, numbers. Which most of them, yeah, and it talks about that like how nine hundred numbers were introduced as like these informational lines, and then once the adult lines took sure over that's all they were known for yeah and uh you know shit i remember the 900 number for freddy krueger oh yeah i remember calling that and i racked up the phone bill it was not good I, <laughs> my, friend, my friend and i saw like one of the adult ones on tv one time so yeah. like the next day when we were at the library we were like let's call it on a payphone and see what happens <laughs> does it, it was, go through it if it's did on but it asks you for money okay yeah, yeah. and so like i we didn't have any money but it's just like for this press two and put in a quarter like 25 cents a minute and uh Jesus. yeah i was like whoa yeah, we were uh, horny little teenagers. So. So. <laughs> I I called one and I had a I got a scared straight story out of it. Oh really? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did this, which is fucking genius on their part because you could just like listen to the menu loop. It was you know somebody yeah. was sleeping over in my house, and yeah, you watch late night TV, and you're like, let's it call happens. it whatever. Yeah. Horny little kids, and you know. It was just the menu kind of repeating. And then this automated message comes and says, we're calling your parents in the morning. Oh, shit. And I shit. was like, <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> so that Saturday, How I do they lived know? in fear of my life. <laughs> Did just your parents like, find out? Did they no. Oh, okay. No, it was a bluff and it was genius. <laughs> but God damn, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> It's like a, it's like the telephone version of Hell House, right? yeah, <laughs> like, like church Hell Houses. I was like, <laughs> like you fucking horn dog. I was like, damn, You're calling your parents. Yeah. So <laughs> first and last time I called one of those numbers. Although yeah. uh, I remember making a fake dating profile in middle school <laughs> Jesus on Christ. one of those singles because <laughs> like all my friends were doing what, it. Lava Life. Like, yeah, Lava that? Life. <laughs> Oh no! Like of an adult. Oh God! <laughs> Hi, my name's Andy. Hi, my name's Jeremy. I um, yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> All right, sorry, we totally sorry. hijacked this. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, any closing thoughts with Evil Speak or? God, I just I like, totally like evil. we went down a different path. I don't know. Um, you summoned oh, a digital demon. Yeah, digital. I I just like that they were trying to like stay hip for for the time. I mean, this movie came out before I was born. Uh, but it was like eighty one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before I was born. I was, born. I was negative seven. Oh, cool. um, oh great. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I did like like the ending. How they do like the cheesy epilogue. Yeah. And how he's yeah. in a, a loony bin, and and then he he's in the computer. Hell that yeah. was pretty cool. And then goes in the machine. Yeah. The Takes it one step further. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the uh, the cantankerous uh, groundskeeper guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the thing he says? Like, oh, he kept yelling like, you have my sledgehammer, damn oh, it, shit. or something like that. I don't know. It was really funny. And he like said it in the movie. And I'm going to rewatch it. I think after I read this essay, <sighs> yeah. I'm going to rewatch it. There's that, oh, yeah. and not to, to mention it, the yeah. the like. One of the 
I don't know what to call them teachers because it was a military academy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they still uh, go by that Military teacher guys <laughs> was clearly like super German and like gave off like definite Nazi vibes. Oh, yeah. And and I forget I the actor's this. name, but he uh, was he scary he, German guy from? Monster I think Squad? he's actually German, and I think that he plays like Nazis in a lot of movies oh, back then. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of who it was. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that was a that was a fun element. But um oh, my favorite part was probably when the 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 hot lady who's like the receptionist. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She gets attacked by wild boars? Yeah. yeah. Or pigs. It's so strange. She's trying to get the yeah. uh, jewel off the book. Yeah, cuz she has the book at one yeah. point and finds it and uh is trying to read it and were they wild boars or just pigs from the farm on the property? I think they were just they were hogs. Hungry hogs, hogs. Yeah. Hungry hogs. Rabbit. Yeah. And uh, hungry, hungry so hogs. these hogs like burst into her house, of course, and she's like Nikki. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, shower, you got to be vulnerable. Yeah. When so you're then attacked. the pigs eat her titties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a way titties. to die. <laughs> yeah. Piggy but yeah, titties. I like, uh, I like, I like how kind of cheesy it is and gory and um also sad because well, the I don't ending's like... just fucking bad shit too yeah yeah i mean it's very like carry like once yeah. it gets triggered mm-hmm. it, he's full-on like i'm gonna kill all you mothers and yeah and then they, everything burns down and they actually burnt the church down which is cool so. <laughs> poor bastard i'm all for burning churches so like light it up, light it up <laughs> oh shit um, so evil speak cool yeah, uh that's, and that's yeah that's also one. on shutter yes nice shutter we're ready for that uh, also love, yeah. hookup you know <laughs> i also <laughs> love him in ice cream man yeah oh well, yeah that's a good one it's a weird we did a one. clint howard tribute night at dead yeah, zone yeah we did that was not well attended, unfortunately. No. But by those that were there. We did a Clint Howard round. <laughs> yeah, we did. everybody didn't like He just seems know. like he'd be like a really cool dad. I, I think he's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever uh, watch the the band he was in? Look that up on YouTube. No. Clint, I, I think it's just called the Clint Howard Band or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Whoa, but it's like original. This, <laughs> it's like this kind of weird punk band. It's strange. Anyway. That sounds cool. Um... Oh, slight edit. Are you going to talk about the pit? I don't know. Are we doing three movies? How long are we running on time? We could probably do two. Let's do two. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. So uh, the last one that we're going to talk about for me is Werewolves Within, which is out on VOD today. Um, This is Josh Rubin's follow-up to Scare Me, which is also on Shudder, and I would highly recommend you check it out. Um... Werewolves Within is not, I mean, there there's some horror to it, I guess, but it's more like a whodunit. Yeah. Uh, and it's horror comedy, more so probably on the comedy end. But uh, Sam Richardson from Veep is in it. He's uh, plays this ranger that moves into town, and he's getting settled and meeting all these uh, weird people in this town. Uh, the AT&T girl. I forget M- her name. Mana Milano something. And, uh, uh, Guillermo. Yeah, and Guillermo yeah. from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, yeah. isn't it? I didn't realize um, this movie was so much fun. I had a fucking blast. I can't wait to rewatch it. Um, it's not as, like I said, it's not as horror 
oriented as I thought it might be with, you know, fucking title called Werewolves yeah. Within. But um, there is some horror elements in it, obviously, just because of the lycanthropy and all that stuff. But Thropy. Thropy. Um, it's a lot of fun, though. It's It's got its tongue firmly in cheek. It reminds me a lot of Edgar Wright stuff very snappy on the dialogue and the editing mm-hmm. um it's just really well polished i was pretty surprised because i was I, I liked scare me but i wasn't blown away by it i was just like oh this is kind of interesting it kind of feels more like a play or something versus a movie but i liked it enough that there was a very clever sense of humor with yeah scare me. i really liked scare me yeah um and yeah, I mean, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, okay, I liked it. <laughs> Maybe not a lot. Somewhat. Somewhat. I think there we go. Isn't Werewolves Within based on a game? So it is based on a game. I I didn't know about this until like probably two weeks prior to watching it. It's based on a uh, Ubisoft game, is and it, the only is it reason Ubi or Ubi? U- Ubisoft. Uba. I don't know. Ubisoft. Stink. It's based off of <laughs> Stink song. <laughs> And, uh, which also is uh, apparently that video game is based on a board game. I, Oh, I didn't know that either. Somebody corrected me on it. I'll be goddamned. But, um, yeah, no, this is a lot of fun. I would highly recommend it. Like I said, it's on VOD today. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but it's a murder mystery. Essentially, um, you know, somebody ends up dead and they're like, well, this is an animal attack and you can kind of figure it out from it's there. Kind of like a cabin, cabin in the woods type of genre. S- sort Not of. Not the movie cabin in the woods, but like. I mean, sort of, because the they get, they can, there's a <laughs> avalanche that happens and they kind of get shut into this um, bed and breakfast. Uh-huh. And all the, there's like a decent amount of townspeople because this guy's trying to run a pipeline through the town. But in order to do that, the vote needs to be unanimous. Oh. And there's some people holding out. Like so it's a I, Twin Peaks ripoff. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> <laughs> you could say a whole bunch of stuff. But, but yeah, it's like, oh, is it is it this guy? Is he trying to knock off people so he can get his pipeline in? There's like a whole bunch of little elements to it that keeps you guessing. So it's a good whodunit. It's fun. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Um so again, that's called Werewolves Within. It's put out by IFC Films, and it's on VOD today. And it's also in some select theaters here in St. What, Louis. Is it still going to be in theaters, or is it just kind of a like? Week I don't know. Run? I would assume it's probably like a two week run. But okay. then again, I mean, with COVID, who knows? Yeah. Right? It's like movies are starting to roll in, so they might not need the content as much yeah. as they did last year. But right now, it's playing at Arnold and St. Charles. If you're in St. Louis. So go all the way out there for it. Or nowhere yeah, close. Or just stay home. <laughs> just stay home and rent it. Rent it for three dollars and yeah. stop. You crying. can watch it in your underwear. Or not. That sounds fun though. I like a lot of mystery uh video games. So Yeah, I mean I, I think movie. it's a lot of fun. Um so yeah. Cool. All right, let's get into our main topic, which is Doctor X nineteen thirty-two film. Uh pre-code. 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 What is pre-code? Manuel, do you know? Pre-code. Let's see if I remember from yeah. school. <laughs> um, so obviously there was like an ethics code that they wrote for film. Is that what you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. So it's, pre, uh, it's pre-MPAA. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah so uh, they touched on a lot of topics in this movie that were kind of 
faux pas for back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could do so because there were no rules. So no they, limits. Could, they could talk about things like cannibalism and uh, things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my thought train was going, but it just stalled really hard. <laughs> what I like about this film, I mean, number one, so this film's 1932 and I'm assuming everybody watched the color version, right? They yeah. didn't have, I, I don't think they ho- have a digital version of, of the, the black and white. No, but as it is on the Blu-ray. Um, so, well, we can get into that. Yeah, we'll get into it. But, um, what were you going to say though? I watched mine on Voodoo, so it wasn't the recent, uh, transfer. Oh, really? I mean. Did it look okay? It looked good, but it definitely looked like an old print somebody found in a vault. This is also interesting because I wasn't familiar with this process, the two color technicolor technique, Mm -hmm. which, um, from what I remember is like red and greens. And what's funny about Dr. X is there's a lot of green yes. lighting yeah. in this movie. Um, I was totally blown away by this movie to be quite honest. It just, some of the imagery is just like, it feels iconic, right? Yeah. It's like, Oh, when I think of, you know, mad scientists in the lab, this is probably the movie I would think of. But and- the, yeah, even like this, the hands creeping kind of out from the dark and things yeah. like that. There's so, a lot of. I believe it was also the first horror movie in color. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because because like, of the two. What mystery process. of the wax museum was thirty three or thirty four? Yeah, thirty three. Same director. Okay. Yeah, yeah, same director. And which we yeah, can get so what he, he's done later because he's done everything, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I looked up a little bit about the Technicolor process. Okay, because it's a lot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it started in 1916, and then mm-hmm. they had they called them like different phases as they kind of evolved to mm-hmm. process one, process two, and um, process three was done in 1928, and that was what they used for this movie. And they basically did a simultaneous. Um, filming with two consecutive frames of black and white film through red and green filters. Right. So that way they had a cinematographer of the color version and a separate person for the black and white since they only released the color version in bigger cities. Yeah. Cause it was more expensive to do. Yeah. Um, and then I also read that a lot of like negatives when they f- filmed it that way, like rarely survived. Yeah. Just because of mm-hmm. the process. Well, yeah, I know on the Blu-ray, it's like UCLA film restoration. George Lucas was involved. So, I mean, yeah, a with whole bunch of shit. the apparently the color um, original negative for the color version was lost mm. and it was found in the late 70s. And I think somebody's archive. Oh, yeah. And UCLA somebody's basement. Yeah. UCLA <laughs> yeah. restored it in like the late 70s, early 80s. OK. That's the restoration I saw. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's probably the same restoration then, I guess. Um, I know. I think it's. You think it's different? Yeah. Because. Okay. At least Niles was hyping up how it looked. And it didn't look. And it didn't look like the version I saw. But that's okay. Because I know I was watching it on Voodoo and it was. Yeah. uh, You you know, like this Blu-ray is brand new. I didn't expect them to have it up on. Right. Any streaming sites. Right. So um, the basic gist of the story, I, I guess we should probably, should probably get into that before I we guess. get into the. Uh, so uh, this guy, Lee 
who is actually played by Lee Tracy, is a reporter from the... I, you know I joked with Niles. <laughs> yeah. I thought we would do the podcast all in that old-timey voice. Oh. <laughs> he's a reporter, see? And he's got news to tell you. This Newsflash, Mooncaller dicks another victim. <laughs> Body count up to five. Actually, Jeremy, you got a good one. <laughs> It's actually a really good version. Which we would have talked well, about this in the past. <laughs> but now we must go into the future. Yes, yes. That's uh, the touching of the, the headphones. Of the head I know on. this isn't a visual medium. My headphones, but. so I can hear better. <laughs> Hello, it's Lee from Daily World. I work at a Morse code office. <laughs> <laughs> Blitzkrieg in Germany. Let's go, boys. Let's I'm take a, care of I'm all a woman. Troops. I wouldn't even really be on here. <laughs> Newsflash, but, dames not allowed on air. I'm going to the kitchen. <laughs> oh, God. This just in, I could use a ham sandwich. Oh, Hold the mayo. Uh, oh, no, oh, extra mayo. Sexism. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, so, anyway, uh, da- Daily Why Re- didn't we do that? <laughs> we can still do it. No. <laughs> we'll do a bonus episode. In. We'll do a radio play. Oh, shit. Okay. Are you talking? So, uh, Lee Taylor is the reporter who works for the Daily World, and um, he's trying to, he's investigating, I guess they're investigating a whole bunch of murders that... To me, I don't know if you guys got this vibe, but like Jack the Ripper kind of oh, yeah. vibe. Absolutely. Um, where a whole bunch of these string of murders, one may say a serial killer, or um, is taking place in New York City. I mm-hmm. think that's where they're based. And it's yeah. all happening <clears throat> under a full moon. So he's on the lunar cycle, much like... I guess Manhunter? I don't know. A werewolf. <laughs> or a werewolf. Yeah. And and honestly, like, yeah, that, that kind of comes into play a little later. You're not dealing with a werewolf story. I'll just well, tell he, you that much. He but. even looks at the moon when he's on the docks and calls the moon bad luck. So right. It, oh, yeah. foreshadowing. <laughs> but each body has also been cannibalized. Yes. So I guess this is probably where, you know, pre-code comes into play because I, I would assume that that would probably get... <laughs> Hell censored no. a yeah. little bit. Um, you couldn't show like people well, like, it, passionately kissing when the yeah. hate sure, sure, sure. So but, yeah, and they don't show like any they gore or anything. anything but no, they but but they talk about yes. it, and even the talk of that, I think, postcode would be kind of hindered. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, because it was a pastor that like came up with all those. Of course, yeah. sons of a bitches. Well, that's okay. I felt like he was also okay. the. We burned uh, another church. Yeah, we burned down your <laughs> <fucking Right>. church. <laughs> Sucker. Um, I I One feel like he kick. in the movie was kind of like the comic relief. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. of um, the stupid. He had a joy buzzer in his hand, shocking people. I really liked that little gimmick. I'm going to bring be those honest. back. Yeah. I yeah. might start doing that. Now just, that people are shaking, but are you going to do again. both hands? Now? Yeah, like, like if I have a job interview, I'll just like see how it goes. <laughs> Thanks for meeting with me. Yeah. Is that a fucking buzzer? Yeah. Yeah. No? <laughs> like, never mind. You're hired. <laughs> yeah. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> you saw it today, kid. I'll do my dang diddly best. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's also like, I, I want to say there's a couple of witnesses that what they describe them as like a disfigured monster or something. Yeah. Hell yeah. And there's even a scene where uh, Lee is kind of just hanging out on the side and we see kind of you know it, it reminded me a little bit of german expressionism as well um with some mm-hmm. of the shadow play and like coming out of the shadows you see yes. the hands um and yeah the dude i mean 
whomever the killer is, which we assume is this person, uh, looks kind of fucked up. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Like um, the brow, a very heavy brow and kind of like a melty, I guess is the best way to kind of say mm, it. I don't know. It's yeah, it's melt, like, melt, you know, yeah. if his face was putty and it moved it around. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was subtle. Putty That's face. Putty face. It was very putty face. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about the putty uh, face movies? <laughs> <laughs> so why the long break? Uh, <laughs> hey. But uh, they did make like the shadows really obvious. Like yes. you know yes. when you first meet Doctor Xavier. I hate the pronunciation. Xavier. It's Xavier. Okay. Uh, Stop well, trying to then uh, Feyre says it differently. So yeah. 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 Both, uh, she says Xavier, I think. Like very front. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, is her name in the movie Joan or Joanne? Because doesn't the credits say Joan? I, I don't know. Did they call I her Joanne? Was, I, thought I, it was I Joan. don't remember. I thought it was Joan. I was under the influence. Mm, I don't know. I should probably look this up. Nah. Mm, yeah. That's nah. nah. okay. Just keep going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like that. Like when they show him looking at the body, like under the sheet, mm-hmm. it kind of plays into what you're talking about earlier. Who done it? Yeah, who done yeah. it? So every every character that you meet, like, are in shadows, or they show them in a menacing way at some point in the movie, and it's up to you to figure out. Yeah, who yeah. they are. And there's a lot of you know kind of red herrings. Um, like specifically the scene with, uh, the girl kissing, um, oh fuck. I forget his name already. Haynes. No, somebody. Anyway, I'm not uh, even going to do it. (laughs) One of the scientists. Yeah. The, the guy that goes to meet the, the cops in the lab and whatnot. Um, there's a shot where he's in the den and he looks out the window. He's like, Oh, it's a full moon. It's bright. And then he pulls down the shades Anyway, was it Wells? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Wells. Wells or Haynes? I always forget. Yeah. Fuck. Um, because what? Wells and Haynes and Duke are the suspects, I think. Um, yes. And Roy. Well, Ro- yeah, Roy. Because they they rule out. Um, so, and with the red herring, so you have like, um, Wells has a hand like. Is missing a hand. Right. You have, uh, I can't, I think Duke was the one who with the, uh, uh, like one eye. Yeah. And then you had the, yeah. So it was Haynes. It was Haynes in the, in the, the funny thing is he didn't have one eye. He just had like a monocle that was tinted. (laughs) If you look up close, he has both eyes. Well, that tells you about the pen. I think he was just trying to look. Well, I looked really close. I was like, he has an eye. So he's just trying to look really cool. Yeah. And I mean, I was like, I don't know if he achieved. Yeah. No, I was just like, oh shit, Cyclops over here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They gave him that mysterious evil. Yeah. One eye thing going on there. Yeah. So anyway, the cops are pretty much just trying to figure out who who is the suspect, who is the killer, and it kind of it gets narrowed down to a whole bunch of these um, these guys. Pretty much, they they consult Doctor Xavier, um, Xavier, whatever you want to say, Xavier, Xavier, and basically said, "Hey, we need your medical opinion because we're finding, you know." There might be some cannibalism mm-hmm. being done. So. And each of them have separate stories about their backstory linked to that. Like Wells wrote 
books on cannibalism right. mm-hmm. and murder victims. And he seems kind of like crazy mad scientist with the heart in the jar on his mm-hmm. desk that he's kept alive for three years. Yeah, that was kind of wild. And like, <laughs> what was with the smoking shoes? They never. I, yeah. <laughs> I never understood that either. Well, I don't really know how it correlates to the ending, even though. I kept thinking about I think about I know. Shoes. So the stuff that gets put on him, mm. is that like, a, I don't know if it's acidic or Maybe. if it like, if it's like dark man, right? Yeah. Like it just yeah. melts out after like a certain point of time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Synth- yeah. yeah. I wanted to make a drinking game out of this. Anytime you heard that <laughs> synthetic flesh, it's like, oh, fuck. I just kept laughing. But, um. And then, and then Haynes, he was shipwrecked in Tahiti and yep. one of the crew mysteriously went missing. So they mm. imply that they ate him maybe. And Duke, Duke's the guy in the wheelchair, which reminded me of uh, yeah. Dr. Scott from Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's <laughs> <laughs> a grumpy wheelchair man. Grumpy wheelchair man. Grumpy wheelchair I was waiting for him man. to say, it's just I jumped to the left. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, roids, roids? Uh, like steroids? Like, I couldn't figure out his I name. Dr. Roids? I, I thought I heard <laughs> separate pronunciations so, as well. It Dr. Is like, hemorrhoids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. Harold Roy. But wasn't <laughs> Harold M. No, Harold M. Roy. <laughs> wasn't he just like conducting studies on. He was obsessed with the moon. The moon. Yeah. He studied lunar rays and moonlight <sighs> and how it links to the tides. And he said something insinuating. I couldn't make it out like with the way the audio was. But then the cops are like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And he was like, uh, and then Xavier, whatever, is just like shooing them away. Like every time, every time one of the doctors like says something that kind of makes them look like a suspect. Yeah. Like yeah. he's yeah. shooing the cops away. Like, oh, they're fine. Now, now nice you guys. do your investigative work. Yeah. But I will meddle in every step of the way. But um, yeah, essentially the police give Xavier like an ultimatum that yeah. he's got to. He's got to do the work, essentially, and apprehend the killer. Do the work for us, see? (laughs) We're going to sit on our asses and eat donuts. (laughs) He's got 48 hours to find them. Otherwise, we're going to do what? Arrest them all? I think they said they're going to take you all in. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. We'll run you all in for questioning, see? (laughs) Yeah, we'll do the same thing. But But it's funny because, like, it is kind of treated like a Wolfman situation, uh, you know, with the full moon. Is that, are we dealing. I guess it's like this weird blend, or you get the impression that it's a weird blend of the Wolfman mixed in with, like, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde sort yeah. of situation. Yeah. Mixed in with, like, the Jack the Ripper aesthetic. Even I a little guess. Dracula. A little bit of I, Dracula, yeah. I was definitely, like, picking up on, like, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and Dracula had just come out the year before. Yep. Yep. Uh, which was fucking huge. Right. Um, so it was interesting. I mean, um, I, I will say that, yeah, this this movie looks amazing. Um, but it reminded me of a comic book sometimes, the way definitely. the angles were. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, st- if you, f- I paused it a few times just uh-huh. to kind of look at it. And I was like, oh, it could be like a cartoon. Kind of book page. Like, yeah. Waterfront Docks was from, a, I forgot all my notes at home, but it was from a previous film. Um, that hadn't been torn down that they were able to shoot that on. Oh, okay. So those were like built. Well, I, that was a set. I wonder because insane. I wonder because Michael Curtis directed it mm-hmm. and he did Casablanca. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if 
So he Maybe loves dots. Maybe and he's into foggy docks. Yeah. Atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, Humphrey Bogart's in the sort of sequel. Yeah. And apparently he hated it. Oh, really? <laughs> I read this thing about uh, how he. I, I haven't seen that one, but no. roughly to it. preface, it's like a doctor is brought back from the dead. So it's almost a Frankenstein ripoff. Huh. I don't know how it correlates to the first movie in any way. Does it sound like. But they roped him into doing because the, the sequel, position. What, the sequel came out like seven years later or something like that? It was like that. 39. And he was yeah. he yes. was bitching yeah. that like this is a position Bella Lugosi should have had, not me, and I don't <laughs> want to do it. But I think like the way contracts were back then, he was forced to. But. Yeah, yeah, suck it. <laughs> 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 but I, I don't know. I mean, like it's been. I'll be honest. <laughs> I watch a lot of stuff from the seventies, eighties onward. Right. Yeah. So going back and watching something from the thirties, it. To me, it felt like a breath of fresh air in a weird way. It's like, oh, oh man, this is really course. cool to kind of see the origins of like some of the uh, visual storytelling mm-hmm. that we've grown accustomed to. Sure. And and like just the fact that like somebody thought of something this inventive and this stylish back in the 30s is just also kind of I cool. recently watched The Old Dark House. Oh, yeah. Um, well, wait, the first, which one? The James Whale. Okay. Um, for the first time and was blown away by it yeah and yeah it is the same like i don't revisit i just don't 30s horror films a lot or 40s i mean i'll go into the 50s and 60s but most of the time it's like campy shit right yeah Yeah. um but i I like that's kind of my happy place is is the you know silent films mm -hmm, to the 60s so when i Went to school for my amazing film degree. I'm totally not using. Uh, <laughs> I studied a lot of like film noir and because um, I was into, you know, the murder mystery yeah. part and yeah. not to mention the amazing lighting, like the things you could do with yeah. black and white back then. And um, and then going into Hitchcock uh, and then going into like uh, even like the French Mm-hmm. Um, movement which got really weird or like Fellini <laughs> yeah. Yeah, eight yeah. and a half stuff like that like um, I really fell in love with that because I, I just saw what you could do without even needing color mm-hmm. and so that's what got me into movies kind of and then like you know I grew up on like the 80s horror and stuff so sure. that kind yeah, of yeah. blended together but before before like senior year of high school I never really watched too many old movies and then I got really into them and so and that was like same aside me. from like creature <laughs> I think creature from the black lagoon was the oldest movie I'd really like oh yeah watched yeah but even that's a twenty something years after Dracula and Frankenstein and all of the like classic Universal yeah. monsters was this everybody's first time watch yes yeah. okay cool um yeah I think after this I'm probably gonna watch Mystery of the Wax Museum yeah I. Still haven't seen that. I don't know if I have, and if I have, it was probably like VHS. So who knows what the quality was like? But I assume that's on Blu-ray. Yeah, actually, I think Warner Archive also put that out. They put it on the um, House of Wax 3D DVD. Oh, uh, back in when that was originally released. Yeah, it is out. I I have it. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Um, 
Andy has everything. Uh, yeah, but I don't watch everything. Anyway, we know. We know yes, <laughs> that's the joke. Uh, it's called hoarding. <laughs> it's called hoarding. Um, yeah, no, th- this movie just really surprised me. And then when you find out who... So my biggest takeaways of this, like set piece wise, was the experiment... Like the mm-hmm. uh, the test, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" This kind of reminds me a lot of the thing, like John Carpenter's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Yeah. I'm like, this is kind of like a weird version, like an alternate version of it. And the fact that like they paint themselves in this corner that mm-hmm. everybody's at danger now because of they because of the way you devise this, yeah. where you have everybody handcuffed. Um, That's why you also, need a patsy. Yeah. I also just like the heavy sci-fi-ness of it like for the time like the visuals of all of the tubes and rods and electricity and science right yeah right and science science (laughs) in general like uh just because a lot of people didn't know anything about that back then so like they're like this must be what a laboratory really looks like you know yeah and the whole like exposing you know like um, I think Wheels is very fond of the moonlight. He's like, ah, this moonlight's like yeah. blinding. <laughs> yeah. What are we calling it? It hurts. Professor Duke is Wheels now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wheels. Grumpy Wheels. <laughs> Wheels McGrumperton. <laughs> Wheels McGrumperton, not a fan of moonlight. Can somebody shut the curtain, please? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I love a lot of the set pieces. I love the lab stuff. And it's funny because like when I think of, you know, mad scientists or lab in the horror realm. I always think of the color green. So I wonder if like that got baked in um, because of this movie. My brain goes to like reanimator style. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I I wonder if that does make me one kind of across like, Oh, okay. Yeah, it does make me wonder like what what is it with that color? Hammer Frankenstein movies and see what they say. (laughs) I was gonna say, when did the first Frankenstein come out again? Thirty two. Yeah, it was the same Same year. year. Okay. Or thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. 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 Google. Google Uh, Google always knows. You motherfucker. Yeah, because they they were great about uh the way their lab looked too. Like and insane sets. And I do love how in this movie, um, they really try to have a foreground and a background of mm-hmm. props and yeah. objects and lighting. Yeah, so it's more realistic and less like you're watching a play on a set. Which is interesting because it, it's based I'm, on a play. I'm going to sound real yeah. dumb here. But what's the we go. the device with the two... Tripod. Just, no. <laughs> <laughs> the two wires with the lightning arc i believe that's a tesla coil yeah, is it a tesla coil so okay yeah. okay so write us soon what i what i remember <laughs> if you're an evil scientist write us in and tell us how we're wrong um then send your army of atomic supermen to I just, spoil our plan well it's funny because you mentioned the the background in the foreground and all that stuff i i distinctly remember the shot where you had the tesla coil out of focus but it's so close okay so yeah oh yeah um and you have him who's in focus and then you have this background of all this stuff. Yeah. Like that shot alone, I could just, you could gift that and put it mm-hmm. on the loop and I would watch that constantly and be like, yeah, that is fucking cool. <laughs> but no, I do. I, the style of this is very innovative for, for the time. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And I do really dig the reveal of who it is. 
and oh, we yeah. get to see him transform. Um, I'm trying to like not spoil it. We're trying not to spoil this movie from 1932. All I can <laughs> say welcome. is yes. mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. yeah, that's me when there's mashed potatoes. I literally wrote in my notes, mashed potatoes, <laughs> lol. <laughs> uh, special effects. That's yeah, great. no, this. I mean, the special effects are pretty. Yeah. I, I think they were done by Max Factor. <laughs> yeah, they were. I think so. So, um, but it was like a transformation, like. Like a wolfman right. type feel, which is right, awesome. Right. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting because, like, you know, I think when I was growing up, I always thought all monster movies were just made out of Universal. That's just the yeah. way I always thought. And then I would go back and watch movies from, you know, around that time or you know, a little before, and it's like, oh, actually, Universal kind of ripped off some shit. <laughs> but honestly, like Doctor X. Wow. I was really, really surprised by this one. I actually want to go back and on the Blu-ray, they have the black and white version, which I kind of skimmed around after we watched it because I wanted to see it because um, it was separately filmed. So it's not like they, I, I know we talked about the Technicolor process a little bit, but it's not like they filmed the black and white version. Right. And then just said, okay, let's hand paint or hand color these through a chemical process or a manual process. They actually had two separate shots. Yes. And, and like, it's not even bring in the black and white camera. Okay. Take the black and white camera out and bring in the special camera. Curious watching that because I had, um, the shots are similar based off of what I can see, but there, there was a couple of shots that, again, I just skimmed through it that were slightly different angles. Mm -hmm. So you could tell it was separately filmed. But I'm very interested to see if I might have to wait a little bit because I was really blown away by this one. The colors and everything yeah. kind of hit a home run for me. I I kind of want to see if it's as effective black and white or not for me. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if I should do that like so closely after watching the color one either. It's always kind of with movies that do that, even the Spanish uh Dracula. Yeah. Um watching Spanish those back Dracula to back. So <laughs> watching those back to back those kind of like well, if you had the Spanish I Dracula with Bella Lugosi, it would be oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Um can, but, we t- can we talk about how creepy the butler is and how he hasn't slept in days? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm guessing that was like supposed to be a false Red herring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were I. I always think of uh, I always think of sweet when someone says red herring. I think of Swedish fish. (laughs) 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 So I just picture you throwing these little candies at me. So Uh, now I'm going to I. If I steal that, I'll let you know. But if I ever host a murder mystery party, I'm going to have Swedish fish and be like, ah, the red herring. See, do it. Um, Let's do it. <laughs> but everybody's got to talk like this. <laughs> but yeah, his like super dark circled eyes and like. Yeah. Um, good evening. Right, He's very right. bravado of weird. <laughs> it definitely reminded me of like, you know, Zachary, right? Is like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Okay. This is, I wonder how much of this look that he's got is influential on other characters that we've or seen. He's like a Renfield or exactly. a. Uh, yeah. Right. Like a fiend huh. or something. Yeah. yeah. Or. Uh, What's his oh name? Yeah, the what's guy. His name? The guy. You know. You know. Guy. Oh, yeah. you know that guy. That yeah. one. 
Uh, Igor. 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 Yeah. Ah. That guy. Igor. Igor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My brain was in your brain. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happened. <laughs> Talking about some Cronenberg and shit. Yeah. Just <laughs> little. Awesome. Just a little blue guy <laughs> hanging out on my head. Oh hey Brian. Oh man. Oh no. I that movie's watch great. Damage. <laughs> I'll do that show. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, do you have any other thoughts on this movie? Um, I feel like like Joan's character is kind of pointless. Kind of, (laughs) yeah. I feel like they just tried to throw her in there because of her name being big, maybe. But was she big back then? Or was this before King Kong? King Kong was 33. Yeah, it was shortly before. I just, Uh, yeah, like I kept waiting for her part to really come into play. But she was just like, she just kept getting out of bed and be like, dad, are you okay? Right. I'm afraid. And then just going up to the reporter and being like, hold me. I'm afraid. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's like, the, it's the, the, the 30s. I get it. Not, not a, not a very well fleshed like, out character. No, because like they could have literally made the whole movie without her and it wouldn't have mattered. Exactly. And so that was kind of a bummer. She <laughs> looked good. Yeah. She, good. No, She's she looked hot. great. But, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I did love the fight scene at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and the the effects they used for that were funny. They were pretty yeah. Pretty fun. I was actually amazed to see like the I won't spoil it, but the when they're all looking out the window at the cliffs. Oh yeah. I was yeah. surprised they yeah, yeah, would yeah. show that. Yeah. Well pretty good, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I was like, oh wow. Like there were parts of the movie like that that made you feel like you were watching something, at least in like later like yeah. not in the 30s so that was pretty cool no i think i think it's a very well directed like even though fey ray's character is very much yeah. a write-off i think it's very well directed um yeah. by uh michael kurtz uh kurt is it kurtz or kurtz i've, I always, I've heard people say Curtis. both ways yeah but like but. previously mentioned i mean the guy went on to direct casablanca robin um, hood prince of thieves yeah, yes adventure adventures of robin hood he also did captain blood Wait, did you say robin hood prince of yeah. thieves yeah why'd i do that <laughs> morgan freeman and kevin, yeah. Costner. kevin costner yeah he actually traveled through time yeah and he, he. said morgan freeman i want to direct you <laughs> shut up guys uh, shut, shut up <laughs> uh, but it, i also read that this was advertised kind of as a horror comedy like I saw where was the comedy I don't know I guess in the comic relief I guess because I saw like a trailer thing for like a a little clip yeah and it said like you'll scream and also giggle or something it's probably because it's like the joy buzzer the exploding cigar yeah 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 so yeah. I guess that was it. I mean, I'm I like, guess the whole story's or not maybe, funny at all. No, so. no, it's pretty. It's pretty straightforward. You'll thrill. But you'll chill. You'll, and you'll even spill. You'll need a sweater. Drink. Theaters are cold. <laughs> Come um, on in. It's cold inside here. But Lionel Owl's cool. I mean, he did so many horror yeah. movies. Yeah, I, um, you know, I'm not very well versed in his whole career, but if somebody at this table is, I know he was in like, what, Son of Frankenstein? Son of Frankenstein, uh, Mystery at the Wax Museum. Um, he's done a Vampire lot Bat? of movies. Vampire Bat, yeah. Devil is a Woman, Lady of Secrets. Jeez. Hound of the Baskervilles, The Three Musketeers. You say Son of Frankenstein? I know he's in uh, Son of Frankenstein, I think. Ghost of Frankenstein. 
uh, both. Oh. A strange case of Dr. Rx and a bunch of other stuff I've never huh. heard of. Doctor, is that related? Dr. Prescription. No, his, char- prescription. his character's name is Dr. Fish. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Red Herring. Yeah. yeah. Frank- oh, he was the mayor in Frankenstein Meets Wolfman. Okay. Oh. Okay. So this oh, yeah. this dude's like a uh, Christopher Lee his last, of back in the day. He right? was in House of Dracula as well. Wait. It was one of his last movies. Oh, but yeah. So, how's the Dracula was the 40, first like forty five Universal 45. Monster oh, Mash? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, he died wow. in forty six. Okay. So he he was working until he died. Yeah. Wow. Cool. He was sixty one. Sixty one. Yeah. It's young, but I guess that's kind of average back then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You've got typhus. <laughs> Have a pill. Have a pill. Something. Hopefully it works. Um, or laudanum. <laughs> laudanum when cocaine will cure you. I mean, what do you what do you think about this, Jeremy? You, I really like dug it. I would. I would. I'd like to see Blu-ray? it again just because I'd like to see the transfer. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like well, you could um, borrow it. You know, Andy's video is oh, I should just borrow it. Andy's video. And I am interested this, in the black and white version. So I don't know if we really discussed that, but what? color version was for uh, the big city. The big cities. Yeah. yeah. And then for small town folks got black and white. Yeah. They can't handle the cuddle color down there. Because <laughs> it was expensive as fuck to it's, make prints. Well, yeah, it was. Also, it's a yeah. small town, so yeah. Yeah. let's be real here. <laughs> Looking at you, Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Start watching a color film. What is this? What is Oh, my God. They'd probably freak the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like... Uh, the devil's in my screen. <laughs> I, I, I do kind of think of, like, the train. Like, the film of the train yeah. coming at you, right? Like, when you heard the old stories of people freaking out yeah, because dude. they thought the train was going to bust through the oh, screen. Oh, yeah. Or the early, the early 3D movies. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I mean, honestly, this was a first-time watch. I'm glad I watched it on the Blu-ray, um, and I didn't see it before because I think that, that was kind of a nice revelation. Yeah. Um, it was a gorgeous-looking film. And as somebody who's, like, a huge fan of Maria Bava, this was, like, right up my alley. Everything was very saturated and looked really nice. Um, I'll probably... Honestly, I might watch Mystery of the Wax Museum uh, tonight. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's definitely like renewed me. my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, have fun. Like, you know, made me realize like, oh, shit, I haven't seen that. And I should. And yeah. I always heard good things about it, but yeah. just never. I mean, that's that's my whole like I motto. Know. I guess right? how many versions of the Wax Museum are there? Now? Oh, Jesus. Well, Mystery of the Wax Museum was the first one, and then like, and then it gets derivative, right? With like House of Wax. Well, House of Wax is like a kind of a a remake. remake. Yeah. Then you've got. But I love that one because it's (laughs) it's Vincent Price though. So I yeah I I love Love House of Wax, but. Has anybody seen Wax Mask? Maybe that maybe that should be like a summer series in the backyard. I love wax watch work. waxy movies. Wax Waxwork. Yeah. Waxwork too. Can we watch waxy movies and pour candles on yeah. ourselves? Ooh. <laughs> to, uh, like guys, it's hot out here. I'm yeah. melting like wax. Oh, they. <laughs> uh, wax work though. I do like. I wax love work wax a lot. work. Um, I thought that concept was awesome. Yeah. I guess Tourist Trap's kind of waxy. Tourist Trap yeah. is definitely more of a remake of, yeah. uh, or I'm sorry, House, House of, Wax of Wax is more of a remake of Tourist Trap. Yeah. yeah. Like the new one with Paris yeah. Hilton. Yeah. Hilton. The Hilton. new one that is 16 yeah, same years thing. old. Shut the fuck up, Jerry. She's irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, I like the House of Wax remake. 
I haven't seen unquote. it in a while. I remember thinking it was okay, but it's, I was also kind of like, eh, this is tourist trap. <laughs> and that's why I avoided it, because somebody told me, like, it's tourist trap. I'm just yeah. a Vincent Price fan. Same. Hell yeah. Um, I actually have a copy of his, the cookbook, him and his wife. Oh, wrote. nice. Oh, I do too. Uh, Treasury cool. of Recipes. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I need to, like, try to we'll, make some stuff out we'll of it. We'll talk off mic about that, because I got ideas. Ooh. I got ideas, see? Potluck. <sighs> you, me, the future. Oh. The future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should have had Echo on that guy. Sorry, I failed That's you. Okay. Uh, you can edit was it that in post. Yeah, just put yeah. that in post. <laughs> you know, just um, when in doubt. Arcaden? How do you really Arcaden. Arcaden. Uh, Cinema just... is actually doing a celebration of Vincent Price. Did you guys hear about this? I no. just did. It was just. Uh, Victoria Price will be there. She'll be what? signing her book, I think. I think like so. Like growing up with uh, Vincent Price's, my dad, or I forget what the book title is. Should have pulled up this she's, info. She's cool. I'm jealous of her. I but, wanted him as my dad. Yeah, they're going to watch uh, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. And I think there's going to be commentary and stuff like that. But. Yeah, um, something to check out if you're in the St. Louis area, if you're familiar with them. Uh, they're right next to the Heavy Anchor. I don't know when the event is. This would be good things to pull up while I'm here. Please hold. It's Please hold. August August 8th or something. I don't know. Do they even have it on their website? Uh, no, they should play ooh. Dead Heat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love Dead Heat. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, Vincent Price is a bad guy with Joe Piscopo. <laughs> <laughs> As a zombie cop. And Treat Williams. And Treat Williams. <laughs> Do love Diddy. Also, why'd they name him Treat? Oh, I, I want to know what his parents were thinking. They Maybe were, he was born on Halloween. We don't know. Damn. But like he it wasn't is, a trick. I just think of Teat, and then I am Teat Williams. Teat Williams. If he wasn't who Suckled he, a teat. if oh, he wasn't who he is, and his name was Treat, you'd be like, "Why the fuck is that your name?" But <laughs> he just looks like his name would be like Clint. <laughs> God, that sounded really weird. Clint Williams. Oh, Clint. never mind, guys. Uh, the Our thing gruff. I was talking about is completely sold out. Oh, Jerk. well, good on that them though. Sold out in like five hours. Yep. No, if that they announced it six hours ago and it sold out. It's gone. I okay, keep forgetting he was born here too. Yeah, I live right by the old Price Candy Company. That's not a U-Haul. Well, it oh, was. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> Sunday, August eighth, and then Monday, August 9th at the arcade. Oh, Sunday, August eighth is a haunted dinner at the Lent Mansion, followed by a ghost tour. Spooky dinner, which, and it's sold out. No, I, I don't think that is. But House on Haunted Hill definitely is. That's that gone. cool. I mean, because what? I, it's like 35 well, seats or something. It's, I think, maybe 50 seats. Yeah. I actually okay. used to break into that candy factory for my friends for oh, fun because nice. we did like urban exploration yeah. stuff. Before did you try they, to evoke the ghost of Vincent Price? I should have. <laughs> it would have no. been his daddy. Yeah, it was, was really his... huge, though, and you yeah. have to bring flashlights, it's and the basement huge. is literally like caverns. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That um, makes sense. It all checks out. Definitely scary. Definitely found lots of homeless people in there and people would use it as like a drug dealing meetup spot. So you had to be real careful. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but then they turned it into a U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> Giant fuck all Location. U-Haul. And then yeah. there's like storage, I think, too. They Yeah, put in. it's yeah, very weird. Welcome so to St. Louis history. Yeah. <laughs> but it used to be cool and creepy and giant. Yeah. Cool. So. All right. Well. I think that about wraps it up. Jeremy, yeah. where can people find you? Uh, I am on Instagram at vaccinated at Camp Blood. Uh, if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, it's jbonesy with a Z. That's about it. You still don't fuck with Twitter, right? 
I've <sighs> now that I work from home, I've kind of been like yeah. on Twitter more. But God, it is just yeah. I can't believe how much time I used to waste on that yeah. shit. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Like it is not worth it. Yeah. It is this ridiculous bubble that once you're out of, you're like, why was I even? Why? Why yeah, was I? Why? I don't need another social media. It sucks. It's, it's dumb. It seems silly. Where is there anything? Or is Twitter wanna... our sponsor? Twitter is our sponsor. No, sorry, no. Jack. They couldn't even recover my goddamn business. Like, sorry, fuck Jack. Them. Twitter's back. Uh, this just nope. in. Fuck us. you, Twitter. Fuck you, Twitter. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting a post. Ah, it says Twitter support. You can go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anywhere you want to uh, promote? Sure. Yeah. I have an Instagram. It's Garden of Gloom. And uh, I'm also an illustrator and I paint things and I blacksmith and make stuff. So if you want me to make you stuff, you Whoa. can go there or I have a website, gardenofgloom.com. It's not really that done yet, so don't criticize me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can email me and I will make you things. Sweet. And, awesome. Uh, that's all I got. Do you have a letterbox or... Do I don't even know what that about? is. Okay. Well, cool it's Pokemon fangled. Go for movies. Yeah, basically. I will make one. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for that. That's <laughs> how I keep track of how many movies I'm watching and what movies I fucking watch. I don't like Pokemon, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it, I guess. Uh, you can find me on pretty much all the social medias, Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y. Be sure to find us on uh, through Destroy the Brain as a collective on Twitter at DTB Horror, on Instagram at destroy the brain and on facebook i guess facebook.com slash destroy the brain and we're on google hangout no we're not on google hangouts <laughs> but <laughs> oh wow pickleless cage okay <laughs> oh, that's really good. um <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> I definitely ruined the ending with a photo of Nicolas Cage as a pickle. Sorry. <laughs> Join our Discord at discord.destroythebrain.com. Don't forget about our events if you're in St. Louis. Uh, Late Night Grindhouse, Friday, August 13th, and Saturday, August 14th. And Horror Trivia Night, which is Thursday, July 22nd. Even if you're not in St. Louis, you can join. It will probably 8 p.m. Hopefully, hopefully be our last virtual version i don't know maybe we'll surprise you if we have a lot of oh so go ahead no please if you want to do it online how do you do that uh you just buy a ticket and then um we register your email address and we'll send you a link the day of so is it like in real time you're sending in your answers like a chat kind of thing uh, it's uh no it's a it's like a full game it's yeah it's not an app but it's a website yeah it's a website so okay because i will do that because i think what we're gonna have to do you might have to run the virtual version yeah i might have to run the we're gonna have to be we're gonna be like streaming from our phones (laughs) because as much as we love heavy anchor their their wi-fi is notoriously bad it's not good You can just sit in your car outside of the venue. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be at home. Hotspots yeah. will be on for yeah. sure. But yeah, that that is uh Thursday, July twenty second, and uh admission is five dollars whether you're playing in person or online. And in terms of if we do October have the option for virtual, it is dependent on how many teams sign up for this one. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I think we're just kind of playing it by um, ear. Um, I do like the idea of not having anything to hand out to people still like just yeah. like I said walk I used to walk through that crowd just bare face like 
Give me your papers. No like, makeup. People, yeah, no makeup. Just Bare people face. spitting on me. Just my nat- natural yeah. skin. <laughs> I'll be honest, though. No I'm, not potatoes. The, <laughs> I'm not the hugest. I'm not the hugest. Synthetic flesh. I'm not the hugest fan of uh, what we pay for. Crowdper? Yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's the thing, too. I get it. Oh, boy. That's well, pricey. that's why we pass the savings on to you yeah. or the savings on to us. <laughs> and plus, like, yeah, the price is going to go up in October. So. Oh, fuck. Okay. Maybe yeah. they'll hear this and they'll be like, well, I better I better help Andy out. <laughs> oh. oh. Could always use helpers. Anyway, uh, thank you guys very much for joining us. And uh, we'll see you hopefully in two weeks, but it could be a month. Who knows? Well, it's not have it be a month. Oh. What do you want to talk about next time? Got any ideas? Nope. Cool. Yes. (laughs) I will not elaborate. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. Until next time, guys. Adios. Bye. Bye.